A new study warns the artificial intelligence industry could use as much energy as a country the size of the Netherlands by as soon as 2027. Tech firms have been heaping into the race, AI race since ChatGPT entered the scene last year. The systems typically use more power than conventional applications as they require more powerful hardware. A report author, Alex de Vries, is a PhD candidate at the VU Amsterdam School of Business and Economics. He warns AI's growth is poised to make a significant contribution to global power use. Well, the main finding of the article was that in just a couple of years' time, AI-related electricity consumption uh, could be equivalent to uh, as much as my home country, the Netherlands, consumes in electrical energy every year. Uh, We're talking about half a percent of global electricity consumption in that scenario. And that would also be uh, more than half of what global data centers are consuming in terms of electrical energy at the moment. Is it also on a growth path? This just won't be a one-off by 2027. It's likely to keep escalating. And can you estimate how? Indeed, it's uh, rapidly escalating. Right now, we're seeing some constraints in the supply chain for these AI servers. So, uh, yeah, because of these bottlenecks, there's just not that many uh, of these servers uh, being produced at the moment. And I think, in a sense, that's good news. It means that uh, the, the big hit is going to come at a later point in time. Uh, but then from 2027 onward, that production uh, capacity is going to be very high and then the numbers can really start to add very quickly. Can you explain the difference between standard servers and AI processes? Why do the AI processes use more power? Um, well, uh, there's uh, there's two things there. And uh, the, the machines do require a bit more uh, memory or quite a lot more memory. And uh, it's, it, it is a bit of uh, specialized hardware in that sense. Uh, but I think the biggest uh, thing is that if you want to have a properly performing AI model, um, feeding it with more data is, is going to make it better. And I, th- I think that's uh, actually part of what's causing the energy hunger of AI uh, simply because uh, as, you, if, as you make these models bigger, you put in more parameters, you feed them more data, they become more robust. Um, yeah, and uh, obviously uh, feeding these models more data, making them bigger also requires more processing power. So we are talking about ChatGPT is the go-to for many people beginning to understand AI, but of course it goes much, much wider. Um, Almost all organisations over time will bring in some kind of AI capacity to do data crunching, spot patterns, etc. Um, well, they might try. I, I don't think uh, that every application is going to be uh, done with AI in the end, because in, over the past years or the whole history of emerging technologies, we always see that emerging technologies are accompanied by a whole lot of hype, a lot of fear of missing out. But uh, as a result of that, people don't necessarily build solutions that end users actually want or need. So <laughs> uh, uh, it would actually be healthy for everyone just to take a step back for a moment and wonder uh, how are we really going to help our end users, uh, irrespective of the technology that we have available today, rather than trying to force AI on every single problem. Because in in, in the end, AI is not a miracle cure and it's not going to fix every problem we have. 
Would AI not also reduce energy consumption elsewhere in the economy? When it is used well, when it is fit for purpose and used well, could it see productivity gains or savings of electricity uh, or, or energy? I think that's uh, definitely possible. I mean, uh, there are going to be good applications uh, for AI. But at the same time, there is this thing that's known as Jevons paradox, which might cause some... Uh, unexpected effects. Um, and uh, for those who don't know, William Jevons was an economist who lived in 1865 and then established that as the production of coal got more efficient, got cheaper, uh, people actually started using more of that resource. And throughout the whole history of technological change, we've always observed this effect in some way. Uh, whereas if you're making a, a cost, or uh, sorry, if you're making a good or service more um, or, uh, or, or uh, less costly, people uh, often start demanding more of it and then in the end we end <laughs> we end up exceeding the amount of uh, resources we were using uh, at the start so even in ai we uh, can see these type of examples uh, for example uh, in ai assisted uh, trans translating uh, post editing services uh, we see ai is being applied uh, that's making those type of services more or, uh, or cheaper. It's making them cheaper. Uh, but at the same time, uh, as the cost of the service went down, um, people started using that service more, and now there's more people working in this line of work than ever before. So uh, increasing efficiency doesn't necessarily translate to less use of resources, uh, sometimes quite the opposite. Uh, what about a role in decarbonisation again? Uh, I, I take your point that people often look to a new technology as sort of the solution to all our ills, but will it play a role in the urgent need to decarbonise? Uh, it's hard to say. I think the only certainty we have is that AI is very energy intensive technology. And the other certainty we have is that our total supply of renewables is uh, limited. So if we're going to put more energy into uh, anything, if it's AI or data centers or uh, whatever, uh, it, it probably means that that is going to be fueled by fossil fuels. Even if we put renewables in AI, uh, we might have to use fossil fuels uh, somewhere else. Um, and that's the only certainty we have. And then it's currently still questionable to uh, what uh, what is going to be the benefit of AI with regard to climate. You mentioned data centres, uh, and they are obviously hungry beasts as well. Uh, and there's an issue in this country about their introduction when we are looking at having to, I think, double our electricity supply if we're going to meet the ambitions of electrifying transport, etc. How does the AI numbers you've crunched stack up against data centres? Yeah, that's actually where the real friction is going to be because right now data centers are responsible for about 1% of worldwide electricity consumption. But uh, according to my estimates, uh, just AI-related electricity consumption could be close to uh, half a percent of worldwide electricity consumption. So relative to the data centers at the moment, that's going to be a potential 50% increase. And we're already seeing a lot of friction when it comes to data centers. I mean, Facebook or, or Meta nowadays try to open a new data center uh, in my home country, the Netherlands, and uh, they actually got rejected because people didn't want to put uh, our renewable energy into a project that doesn't 
generate any jobs. I mean, data gen data centers are, are typically operated by very few people, so you get very little jobs for your local economy, but it does cost you a lot. And as uh, AI-related AI electricity demand grows, uh, I guess also the demand for data center space will grow. And uh, with the fact that this is already causing a lot of friction locally, I'm only expecting that to increase further. Another player in the tech area that I'm interested in when it comes to consumption intensity but also overall impact is the likes of Bitcoin mining uh, and other kinds of data mining. Um, how They are power hungry as well, but are they significant, uh, significant at all in overall numbers? Well, ironically, uh, Bitcoin is uh, today still responsible uh, for half a percent of global electricity consumption as well. So that's exactly where AI might be heading uh, to. And, and that's actually next to uh, regular data centers. So uh, completely on top of that. Um, I think there's a lot of differences between AI and digital asset mining. So you should be careful in, about comparing the two. I mean, the biggest similarity is that uh, you you have these power hungry machines and, and, and there's going to be a potential uh, rapid growth in power consumption of this specific segment. But other than that, uh, digital asset mining uh, devices, um, yeah, they're just producing useless computations throughout the day. Everything they produce is immediately discarded. They don't store any information. Whereas with AI, you're tweaking model parameters. So you're actually building a model that's going to be stored and used going forward. And I think that is a very fundamental difference between the two and why they're completely incomparable. Can we roll back to how you crunch these numbers? Because is it an issue that it's hard to get data? And should companies be required big tech companies be required to reveal how much energy they use this is this is going to be part of you know a, a significant shift and to some extent one that's needed between our existing users uses for energy and those that will obviously grow as a proportion so did they release enough data how did you even manage to achieve these numbers yeah, well, the way I uh, figured out these numbers was mainly by looking at the supply chain uh, and how the uh, production of these devices is likely going to evolve over the next few years. But that that, that tells you a little bit. <laughs> uh, but uh, at the same time, there's a lot of unknowns. Hey, you don't know where those servers are going to end up at. And that actually also matters a whole lot in terms of how much power is going to be consumed. Because if those servers go to Google, Google is typically very efficient at cooling their servers. Uh, so uh, just to cool, keep their devices cool, they would typically add uh, maybe 10% uh, of additional power consumption. But data centers on average will require maybe 50% more power to keep their devices cool, which is a tremendous difference. And that's an average. So there are data centers that will require 100% more power. As long as you don't know where these machines are going to end up at, you can't state anything meaningful uh, on that. And uh, even less on uh, how clean the energy that's going to go uh, into these servers is going to be. Because uh, again, without knowing where they're going to be, you don't know if they're going to be powered by renewables or whether they're going to be powered by fossil fuels. So we definitely need more transparency from the companies that are actually using these devices to be able to answer that. And the numbers in my article, uh, they reflect uh, a state where cooling isn't even considered yet. Goodness. Uh, and you've put lots of caveats around just the limitation on data available. You've, you, you, you used what a chip designer is doing, actually, to try and, 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 um, and project. 
Just finally, if you look at what the hungriest uses of our current energy supply are globally, you add these three sectors we've talked about together, they're still currently minuscule. Um, And what are the really big users? Because it would be interesting to know if this is a transition to different use or if this is additional use of power. What are the biggest users now? Um, well, this this would probably um, it could potentially displace some of the the service we're currently uh, using. Uh, f- for example, if you would turn Google into ChatGPT, <laughs> uh, then you wouldn't need the service to run the standard Google. But um, yeah, overall, you would go up quite drastically in terms of uh, electricity consumption. I, I haven't really compared to any uh, other sectors. I mean, I know that. Uh, sectors such as aviation are responsible for like 2% of uh, global carbon emissions. Um, but then again, I, I've only looked at the electricity consumption of AI and um, well, because of data, data limitations, I couldn't say anything about the carbon emissions either. But I think as just thinking about data centers being responsible for 1% of global electricity consumption and then thinking about global aviation, which is a massive sector doing like 2% of global carbon emissions. Um, I think it illustrates that uh, no no sector is uh, responsible for uh, 50% of global electricity consumption. Everyone ultimately has to contribute their own share to uh, using less energy and, and ensuring uh, more sustainable future. Report author Alex DeFries, he, he notes the caveats and the difficulties in his um, report given the lack of data available and it also references the amount of water use used by uh, AI and, and by data centres themselves. Of course there's overlap there. 